Hello, fellow watch lovers, nerds, enthusiasts, or however you identify. You're listening to 1420, the Watch Clicker podcast with your host, Andrew, and my good friend Everett. Here, we talk about watches, food, drinks, life, and other things we like. Everett, how are you? I'm good. I'm uh, sitting in the studio, uh, which I walked to on my own two feet with no trouble. And then I mounted the stairs and made it up to the studio. With next to no limp. And now I'm about to drink beer. I'm great. You've, I mean, I'm ecstatic. We've, we've just, I've been, you've been showing off your, your new knee. My new knee. Since your arrival. And I've just been in awe. So I am now Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I'm now five days post-surgery. And... Mm, I just took off my pants to show you my leg and it's still swollen. Not as much as you'd expect. It's still swollen. It's still a little puffy. Um, still got stary strips on the wound. Um, but it is, I'm better than I was right before the surgery, like significantly better than I was. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Not pre-injury. Mm-mm. It's impressive. I'm so pumped. It's like the orthopedic surgery. It's the greatest thing ever. We're going to be golfing again soon. I mean, I feel like I could golf today. That would be a mistake. Don't do that. (laughs) But I feel like I could. I mean, I'm still stiff and I'm not moving super fast. And you said showing off, which is accurate because I came over here and I was like, don't limp. Don't limp. Don't limp. And I did not. He skipped. (laughs) Sashayed even. Sashayed. Uh, so there's still a little lump and, and there's some, some strength, uh, issues and just some flexibility stuff, but yeah, but the strength issues were always there just to be clear. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. I'm pumped. Uh, I'm so happy. The surgery was crazy. Uh, you, you know, it's a general anesthetic, so it's only the best. Yeah. They, you know, they give you a shot and it's like, oh, this is uncomfortable. And then within seconds you're out and then you're awake and it's done. Oh, I've never had a shot, General. Oh, I've always, it's always been a face. Oh yeah, not gas. This was, uh, this was intravenous. Ooh. Uh, so they kept you on the drip. I guess. Yeah, I met my anesthesiologist. She seemed real nice. They make so much money. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. make so much money. And then I and then I was done. And then I came home. I spent about forty eight hours laying on the couch. And then I saw you the night of and you were walking. Mm, I was not walking the night of. You were on crutches, but you were out on upright. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. I was on crutches for two days and then cane for a day. And then I've been just moving since then. Two days just moving. I maybe would never give up the cane. Even if I didn't (laughs) need it. Because it would look cool. But it would also be like. Great for having young, small children. So you could whack them. Just thump them at a distance. Yeah. Well. Trip them. Poke them. My kids learned real quick. Not to come close to daddy when he's got the cane. They're pretty spry. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew, how are you? Good. We're on the tail end of weekend. For me, it's Tuesday. Happy Labor Day weekend for those of you who observe Labor Day weekend. Had a... Had a fun uh, work 
family barbecue last night. Went down, let the kids run amok in somebody else's backyard. Had some good barbecue, which you could never have enough of. Never have, never have too much yeah. barbecue. Yeah, I'm just, I'm good. I'm kind of living that like long weekend, good food, tired dream. Yeah, you seem tired. I have the sleepies. I worked a lot last week. So I packed in a lot of hours into just a few days. And I'm not quite caught up to it. You're like jet lagged. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do it again this week on accident though. So overtime is great though. It's yeah, it's terrific. So I've, I've been taking it in time. So I have a bucket load of vacation that is already paid for. Sick. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Well, well good. Other than that though, you know, just plugging away. Kind of smoky. It is smoky. Yeah, not yeah. like last summer, but it is smoky. Yeah, but I think if we compare anything to last summer, for those of you who don't recall, when you saw the pictures of Mars overlaid of the Pacific Northwest cities, that was real. Yeah. It was a really red planet shit here. Yeah. So everyone's like, oh, that's pretty smoky, but it's better than last year. But last year was apocalyptic. It's still really bad. Yeah, it's it's super smoky. <clears throat> It's as, I mean, if we didn't have last year, this would have been, you know, damn near record-breaking bad. Yeah. It's just black. Yeah, what was air quality today? Like 150, 160? Oh, I don't think it's that bad. But it was still not great. <clears throat> like, we have the window open, and it just, it smells like there's a raging campfire in my front yard. <laughs> That's because there is. I lit it on the way in. Smart move. Control burns are the way to go. <laughs> Urban Forest Management 101. <laughs> well, good. We're, we're, we're good. We're here. We we're are. We're both doing well. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're fully prepped at this point. We're primed even. To talk about watches. Weird. We're talking about watches. And this week kind of a uh, potpourri. Yeah. Not a specific topic. I have to admit, these episodes are kind of nice to do. You know, folks, we need a break from time to time. Yeah. You just had surgery. Well, you know, you know, not you, the listener. Ever just had surgery. I'm tired. We needed to do something lighthearted. We need to just drink beer and talk watches. Talk watches. We're, we're, this is a true, like, beer and watch week. Yeah. Beer and watch week. And so, and so specifically, as you may or may not know, we're going to talk about some new watches and i i say new with the finger quotes because not all of these watches are new but some new watches that we're kind of into right now the watches that we're looking about thinking about and interested in now and most of these watches are pretty new Mm -hmm. new and fun some of them are less new and some of them are not new in fact one of them in particular not (laughs) new (laughs) but i think it's the watch i'm most excited about right now and it's the casio mdv (laughs) 106. <laughs> Have you seen this thing before? <laughs> Do we, we just get right into it? Yeah, Do we build I, up any any more? I I don't think so. I think we just run it out. Okay. Well, I think the first watch on our list is the Arkin Instrumentum 40 millimeter titanium Miyota 19 Miyota 9015. 
dive style watch. 200, 300 meters water resistance. Swiss BGW9 and C3 Super Luminova. It's a cool watch, man. It, it is. And are they? They're doing straight pre-order, right? There's no... There, it's not a Kickstarter campaign. I believe it is just a straight pre-order, um, which goes live, I think, next week. And I want to make any promises, but we're going to try to get this fella on the show to talk about this watch. Because I think it's super stinking cool. It's really cool. It has it has kind of flavors of Fortis, of Swiss Watch Company, of those really chunky, overbuilt, cool tool watches without being huge. It looks like it should be enormous. It looks like it should be a 45 millimeter case. Yeah, you, when you pull it up, it looks like it's going to be giant, and it's just not. In fact, at 40 millimeters with that pretty significant bezel, I think that it's going to wear small, would be my guess. Oh, it's certainly, yeah. I mean, I, that would be an appropriate, like, 38, like, 36 to 38-sized watch dial. I, it's cool. All titanium, it's going to feel like wearing nothing. Integrated bracelet. Um, I, I think that the bracelet is maybe the only derivative thing on this watch. Um, if you like it, you like it. And if you don't, you won't. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. I dig it, especially in titanium. It's going to have a, a ratcheting extension clasp and, and pre-order price 500 bucks. I can't believe they can do this for 500 bucks. To do anything out of titanium. I, I was looking at some watches today in like the sub $200 range. Straight titanium. Yeah. What? Yeah. I, I think titanium. I think the, the uh, more and more brands are going with that material. So it must have, there must be some opportunities to get things machined out of titanium. Yeah. There's got to just some manufacturers who have figured it out and do it well. So I will say we're going to tell you about this watch now. Today is the 7th. We publish on the 9th. And then we are going to try to have this fellow on the show. I don't know. Um, I don't know that we will have that show up before the pre-order date of September 15th. What I will tell you is if you are interested in the show, even before or interested in this watch, even before you listen to the show, you should probably get on the pre-order because it says 300 pieces. Yeah. My guess is those are going to sell out in an hour, if not minutes, because I think this watch is kind of, I think there's a bit of a hype train. And I think it's warranted without ever having produced a watch. I think this is one of the few new releases that that perhaps even is underhyped. Yeah, well, I don't know about underhyped. I mean, first watch release, but I think it's pretty dang cool, and I think it deserves the hype it has been getting. Yeah. I like. So the next watch we have on our list, we're not in alphabetical order here, but it's going to seem that way. Um, the next, I, I'm not 100% hundred percent a hundred percent sure I know how to pronounce this, but Ewok. I, I think it's the Autovac Ettore. 
I will accept that. So I saw this on a watchfinder.com. I think it was a YouTube review. And, and then I later read the written the written review. I think this thing is like a Chinese artwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I think like a 550 to $1,000 for the full version. And they, they also have a light version. I don't know all the differences. But this is a sort of wandering hour modified Miyota 9015 Urwerk style watch. Yeah. And Watchfinder, not a not a affordables website by any means, right? Mm-mm. These guys are very high end stuff. Watchfinder was impressed. That's uh, some that's saying something and it it looks right up Watchfinder's alley. I mean, it's the kind of watch that they yeah. would talk about for sure, but not the $550 Miyota version. So you got to look at these pictures. I'm going to, we're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about this watch, but you just got to pull it up, right? Uh, stop your car if you need to. Don't, don't pull it up while you're driving. There'll be a link in the show notes. Um, this is Indiegogo campaign watch. I, it's not small. I want to say it's like 45 millimeters, but it's like a rectangular case. And it's a, they've used these orbiting, uh, they use, use this orbiting module that sits on top of a Miyota 9015 to make a wandering hour complication, a forehand wandering hour complication. It's nuts. It's something. And you can buy them for like 550 bucks. Like I, I want, I'm going to take a fly. I, I, I'm thinking I'm going to take a flyer on one of these. This is some high fashion shit. This is crazy. Yeah. Under a thousand bucks for like a not clone replica piece of shit, actual jumping or wandering hour or work style watch. I mean, this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, I can't tell if you're speechless because you hate it or you're just confused. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to feel better about it. It's a cool watch. Well, don't let it get you down, buddy. I, I, well, it's a cool watch. It's cool technology, and I think really that's going to be my takeaway from this watch. It's cool technology. It's real innovation. And in a world where new dial designs are the innovation that we're seeing, we don't see enough cool technological innovating at this price point. I don't know if this is... The way I'd go about it. <laughs> well, I mean, say what you will about the design, right? Anytime but, you have a design yeah. that's this far out there. Oh, yeah. You're not going to please everybody. No. I mean, I don't have anything else to say about it, it's, but. It's cool. It's a, it's a tech. It's a cool tech watch. You know, get this instead of an Apple watch. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to do any of the things the Apple watch is going to do. No, but if you're buying an Apple watch, you're buying technology. And that's what this is. <laughs> What's up next, Andrew? All right. Next up. This is one we've talked about before. 
We got the initial offering from Clement's watches. Oh, yeah. The Fodic Diver. Yes. Fodic. Okay, whatever. Fodic. Fodic. Golly. <laughs> and they are, correct me if I'm wrong, they're live. Maybe closed? No, I don't think they go live quite yet. I think that they are 14th. So the day before the Arkan Instrumental. Oh, yeah. So we're close. That's a good time to be talking about this. So the Photic Diver is cool. I really like it. It yeah. is what we all want in a vintage-inspired dive watch. Good legible font, great sizing. It's just easy. Everything about it, it just fits. It flows nicely. The colorway on it is terrific. It's a watch that you've... It, it it brings that familiarity. Like, oh, I've seen that watch a hundred times. I know exactly what watch that is, but you don't because it's new. And I think for a watch to evoke that familiarity is something special. <clears throat> because it's not. When you re- when you really take a look at it, you're like, oh, this is, oh, oh wait, oh wait. And and you start to find these new little touches and charms to it. And it's made and designed by the Batman. Right, Tom Clemens, owner, who we had on the show, is a a bat researcher. Yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> he tells people we can't build here because of the bat nest. <laughs> Which is really how he just protects his bat cave. Yeah. You know, great size, 39 by 47. Mm-hmm. I think like 11 and a half thick. Mm-hmm. I, I think that... Uh, he he gives it like 12 and a half thickness, but it, but I'm pretty sure Mike couldn't get it to come out any more than 12. Mm-hmm. It's 10-7 case and then a one and a half dome. He, I think that uh, he's using 316 steel. Weird. 316L steel. <sighs> Perfect. Yeah. I, I, do, I just dig it, man. It's like you said, right? It feels familiar even though it's totally new. Mm-hmm. I really like it. I like the colors. I like the fonts. Like the markers. And 400 or 429 pounds. So I think that's like between 500 and 600 bucks. Yeah. And the, uh, I, he had some, he had a climate action that he was working with. Uh, he was working with the future forest company. The Future Forest Company, uh, and they are a reforestation project in the UK. So also something that's kicking back to something worthwhile. Good if, stuff. If that matters to you when you're buying a watch. It should matter to you. But it might not. I mean, he's he's supporting Scottish forests, so you're really going to have to make this decision. Do the Scottish watch, Scottish forests matter to you? I think, you know, Scottish ecosystems are really important in the production of scotch. Ah, uh-huh. ah, so they should matter to you. Which says to me they should matter to you. You're making good arguments. If nobody else's forests matter, at least let theirs. <laughs> Does Pete grow in bogs? Um, next up, Andrew, this is one of your watches. This is, yeah, well, I don't have this, but I this is one that I, I one of your, really one of your wanted to have on this list. And Mike had one in for review. This is the new Christopher Ward C60 Tide. 
and you all know that we dig Christopher Ward and what they're doing. Now, this is familiar to Christopher Ward. It's a C60. It's it's what you know and like. The, with the big difference being they used recycled is it ocean recovered yeah, it's like plastics. ocean plastic, tide, tide plastics, yep. To create their dials. And straps. And straps. And mm. yet, it's still a COSC certified yeah. SW200 automatic. Yeah. And you got to see these dials. The 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 straps are, you know, I, I haven't ever been hands-on one, but they don't look to be really standout. They look to be just nylon, right? Which is just plastic anyhow. Right. <laughs> Um, they the, look good though. The dials are cool. I think They're, that's the that's the signature yeah. piece of this watch. Cool, cool texture design across the back to to mimic the waves of the ocean, and semi transparent so you can see through the dial into not not a full skeleton, but you can still see through the dial into the movement, and it makes the date wheel visible through the entirety of the watch sort of like the c60 sapphire yeah yeah same same type of idea but you get a little pattern here yeah i wonder why they had to use screws at the three and nine on the dial oh i don't know they didn't consult with me on that they should next time (laughs) (laughs) And, and it's a chronometer. How cool is that? Like, That's just, a, yeah. It's like, they do the coolest shit. It's like, oh yeah, by the way, we did so this too. These are available now, I think like 900 pounds and 1,000 pounds, depending on whether or not you get a bracelet. Uh, uh, and you should get a bracelet, for the love of God. We've talked about this yeah. a bunch, but just get the fucking bracelet. US dollars, 1,095 on the strap. So add another 150, I think, for the bracelet. Um, and be, and just be prepared to pay a little bit more when it hits customs if you're shipping to the United States. Next up, a watch that I'm pretty excited about, the Seiko SRPG. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes in a bunch of iterations, has a bracelet. This is basically, this is basically like the predecessor to the SNK, SNZ, G? SNZH, I can never remember. But this is... Who knows? A blasted automatic Seiko automatic field watch. Yeah. I think 39 and a half, 39 and a half uh, millimeters on the case. So in between the two big SNZG and the first sum, too small SNK, um, really a Goldilocks size, 39 and a half, 13 thick. 100 meters of water resistance. So legit water resistance. I think a list on these is like 275. But I know I've seen people pick them up shipped for like 170 bucks. You know, with yeah. discounts and, and whatever. So this to me is the the, the new SNK. You know, when when the new old stock of the SNK is gone, this is its successor. 
Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm prepared to buy one of these now. And it comes on a bracelet. So it's going to be, you know, just that perfectly okay entry-level Seiko bracelet. Day-date complication if you want that sort of thing. I know that that's not super popular in watch circles. But it's got it. I mean, this is just a terrific entry-level cool watch. I don't think either one of us has really gotten excited about this on the show, but I think for me, this is sort of more evidence that Seiko has not jumped the shark. Seiko's not gone. Seiko's still Seiko. They needed a minute to reset. Seiko's still got an entry-level division. They're still making dope watches. I mean, this is an automatic Hamilton khaki, right? Yeah. With a really decent movement for ostensibly as low as half the price. Maybe more. Yeah, Maybe more than less, less than, than half. half. Yeah, yeah, more than less than half. <laughs> Hundred meters of water resistance. That's the selling point for me. Is this <laughs> this can very much be a perfect banger watch. You can go to the pool in it. This is this is the vacation watch. Yeah. Like this is the one you take with a nylon or a silicone elite and go to Mexico with. Because who the fuck cares? If you so, bang it up, you bang it up. You know what else? It's got an in-house movement. <sighs> That's easily worth another 200 bucks. <laughs> it's got an in-house movement. Yeah. No, I dig it, man. I dig it. Uh, I don't think these things have faux loom. PTL. Uh, yeah. We don't Whatever loom they do have is going to be good. You know that, though. Yeah. <laughs> if, just, if just the hands have good loom on it, they will illuminate the entirety of the dial for... 40 minutes. Yeah, but it's, and it's not faux patina. I'm not complaining. I'm saying that's a good thing. It's no faux patina. Yeah. Like you can't buy a new Hamilton khaki mechanical unless you want it to have brown loom torn, torn holes. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, what's next? Can, can we do the, the Serica? Yeah, let's do the Serica, the 4512. Yeah. So Serica, I watch, I, I think that, um, the affiliation with the WM Brown project is more than loose. I think it's more of an official affiliation. But Serica is a watch created by a F- Matt Horanek, I think, in part, um, as well as his fashion magazine. And they had their field watch, which I think is just stunning. Yeah. I think the WWW, they unveiled their new dive watch this last year. And I don't know why. I think it's sort of a. I think it's sort of a niche watch in terms of people's excitement level. But this thing has all the markings of just a killer watch to me. That the fifty three o three is the dive watch. The whole line. Oh, is cool. oh, oh! Was I? I, I had the old number, the fifty three o three. I'm sorry. The, I, I said forty-five twelve. Yeah, the the forty-five twelve is cool. I very much like it. I don't like the California dial for reasons obvious. Yeah, but they make it in three dials. They what make if, it. If in you don't three? like a California dial, yeah. don't buy the fucking California dial. I'm but I don't like that they make it. I'm not yelling at you, Andrew. Okay, I Just don't relax. like that they make it. The fifty-three hundred three comes in silver and black, and it's 
cool. Man, it's great bezel. Very vintage mill, like just chunky tool right out of the 1960s. Maybe earlier, maybe like 1940s, 50s. But just cool. Sort of what I think of as Bombay Lubs, lugs. Yeah. Classic Seamaster style twisted lugs. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the bracelet. Something they did right there, though, they knew that we weren't going to like the bracelet. Right. <laughs> and they did not make it an integrated bracelet. They did like an integration end link to make it look integrated and didn't integrate the bracelet because I think they knew that people weren't going to be a fan of this. Because I would buy this even, even with what's going on in the shoes department and put something else on it because the rest of this thing is just cool. The bicolored bezel is dope. You've got a 12-hour counter and then a minute timer all integrated into the same bezel. Mm-hmm. An inner ring for the hours, an outer ring with your countdown timer and your minutes. A, a really cool functionality that is another example of of like, oh, this is a good idea and I think we should try it like this as opposed to just, you know, changing the handset and the color. Great big big old crown on it that is disproportionate and terrific. I like the way you're making the duck bill with your hand. Oh, I'm, your I'm no, I'm making the baby arm holding an <laughs> apple with my arm. <clears throat> it's got yeah. like a pilot's watch bezel on it or a uh, crown on it. This is good. Yeah, it's got a cool, cool movement too. It's got the Soprod, Soprod, Newton movement, which I think is basically a twenty-eight, twenty-four, um, a, a new twenty-eight, twenty-four competitor that Soprod made specifically with the mind that people could buy as an Etta twenty-eight, twenty-four alternative with the mm-hmm. tightening up. So. Uh, new movement. I don't believe it's exclusive in any way to Serica, but I also don't know of any other watch watch using this movement right now, which is cool. Yeah. And can I can I tell you my favorite part? Sure. You can buy crown left or crown right. Yeah. Yeah. They they do it right. That's a choice. That's money. It's sized great. It's a thirty nine millimeter case. 20 lug width, 46 and a half lug to lug. So it's going to have, it's just going to be like this perfect compact Swiss army knife of watches on your wrist. Gosh darn perfect, man. I want one. Andrew, have we ever talked about Woolbrook on the show? I don't think so. I think if we had, I'd remember, but I have forgotten entire episodes, so... Just last week, I pitched an episode that we'd already done, and Everett sent me a link to said episode. I was like, wow. <laughs> what was a good idea then? <laughs> Remains so. So, Woolbrook is a company. I really dig this company, man. Uh, Woolbrook is a company. They make a number of different watches. They have a couple of different labels, Woolbrook and Douglas. Um, I, I think that maybe Douglas is their higher end or vice versa um or maybe they're the same i don't know but if you go to w-o-l-b-r-o-o-k.com you'll find them uh, we're just going to talk about the basic skin diver today because who we 
It, Will has one of these in right now, right? He does. So he just published. So Will, Will the watch clicker. Daddy. Is waiting for it. Our boss. Uh, just published a video review of the Wolberg Skin Diver on YouTube. So I will direct you to Will and we won't say anything else about it. It's not really a new watch. It's not really a new watch. I mean, it's newer than the next watch we're going to talk about by by many, many, many years. But uh, I just never talked about them for 500 bucks. I just love this watch. You can get them in automatic. You can get them in quartz. I dig the heck out of them. I think that their autos have a Miyota 8 series, uh, Miyota 8000 series movements, which... You may not love that. I don't love that for 500 bucks. I'd like a little bit better movement, but you've got to figure out where to get your prices down. I certainly don't think that's too much money for that movement. I just think that we're seeing in that price range, usually nine series. Yeah. But yeah. 60-hour power reserve on that movement, which is great. They look great, too. They, they're they very similar to... I mean, they, these are... You, you can tell we're in a bit of a vintage skin diver kick as of late. Because that's been the last several watches we've talked about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is, the, this is my favorite type of skin diver, which is the H-Case. Yes. Square lugs. This is what I think of when I think of a skin diver. I do think Woolbrook is doing, I mean, these watches look like they could have been purchased at Montgomery Wards or Sears in. Oh, yeah. 1975. I, I mean, for, for 25 bucks. Woolbrook is not doing anything fancy, flashy, or new here. What they are doing is classic, and they're doing it really well. Yeah, their their adverts were probably a James Bond looking fella in a speedo with a dive knife on his hip and a round snorkel mask and some honey on his arm. Yeah, yeah, like a lady, not like honey. And he's not like <laughs> trying to lure bears. He's <laughs> scoring on the beach. So I've got to watch. Yeah, I'm ready for this. This was this was an intriguing pick from you. Uh, I don't know that we've talked about these on the show either. I know. I'm sure we haven't. So I learned of this watch from Pete, our friend Pete, chilling with watches. Chilling, I think it's chilling with, but I'm pretty sure he says with. So he's just not cool enough. <laughs> he's got to just steer into his coolness and be chilling with watches. So he actually purchased one of these on eBay for a song, um, and then got a movement for it. Sort of got it running again, and it's kind of banged up and damaged, and and it looks really cool. Uh, this is a watch from a company called JFD Global. I believe this is the company that produces these or or the company that markets them. I don't believe they're producing them. But it's branded with JFD's Divex brand, which is a brand of diving equipment. Yeah. Divex is a diving equipment company. And this is their sort of catalog brand watch. It is a... It's a 200-meter quartz dive watch with luminescence, and it's got a diver logo. If you look up Divex logo, you'll find one of these. There'll be a link to these in the show notes. I find this, I find this extremely 
compelling. For 99 pounds, you can purchase one of these things. So 99 pounds is what? 130 bucks? Something like that, yeah. 130 bucks. Is it better than a Casio Marlin? Probably not. But it's might not be not better. I think it's smaller than the Marlin. I think that these are closer to 42 millimeters. I bet the ladies comes in at like 36 and that's probably perfectly sized. Yeah. 200. I, I just dig it. It's not a, um, it's not a Monon case, but it's sort of reminiscent of a Monon case. Mm-hmm. Again, not new. I don't know how long this has been around, but for, I think for a very long time. It, it kind of reminds me of the, uh, the citizen monster diver, like the eco monster diver. I think it's smaller than that. It, it is obviously smaller than that because that, that thing is, I think, 22 millimeters high. And it's less citizen than that. Yeah, but it just, it has that <laughs> same clunky, we don't care about the design. We just care about building it and getting it out there feel. Sure. <laughs> they I, don't give a shit what it looks like. <laughs> I'm super into it. You guys should check them out. Link in the show notes. They've got like an e-commerce site. I think they must have been like sort of like dive store available only. And then at some point they were like, we could sell these to the public. I said buy now. Oops. Yeah, they've got like an e-commerce site. Oh, yeah. It's a fully functional. The, the details are really slim. Rated at 200 meters. Directional rotating bezel affixed to protected recessed crown. Divex logo, luminous hands, blah, 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 date display, strong rubber strap, long enough to secure around wetsuits and dry suits. And that's it. Those are the specs. <laughs> uh, Pete uh, Pete did a review. Chilling with Watches did a sort of mini review of his. I'm not sure it's a true review. Um, but if you want, you can look at maybe maybe Andrew will deem to put that in the show notes. Or, or maybe he won't. It's a coin toss right now. <laughs> it's not saying I won't, but I'm not going to commit to not either. Andrew, what's next? I don't believe we haven't talked about this before. We got the brew metric. You know why we haven't talked about these? Why? Because he announced announced them and then immediately sold the fuck out of them. That's why we haven't talked about these. Yeah. And every time we invite him, he's like, oh, no, I'm busy. We didn't. (laughs) We haven't invited Jonathan on since these dropped. We we knew he was extremely busy. But these are so cool. You know, I, uh, in private, kind of lamented brew's success after the retro magic released um and i said i was kind of scared for brew's next steps because um he's just been lighting it up and i was worried that what came next wasn't gonna hold against what he'd already done because he'd he'd shown up with such innovation, like such cool shit right out of the gate and then just kept doing it. And at some point I felt like he had to lose the magic. Not yet. He hasn't lost the magic yet. I'm muted. I know you've been doing that a lot. (laughs) 30% of what Everett has said tonight has been to himself. Yeah, no, he hasn't lost it yet. He had at least one more up his sleeve. I think he has more. I think he I think he just proved that he's not gonna run out. Cause this is 
familiar to brew design language. It's unique. It's gorgeous. And it's fun. It captured all those things that is our brew, that define brew, mm-hmm. and went new with it. And he, and he keeps going smaller too, which mm. I think is mm. a really good decision. He started with, I can't remember what the, I think they first, were 42. Yeah, it was like a, like a 49 millimeter square TV dial. They weren't that big. I mean, no, I'm talking a little bit of shit. Okay. What is it? CL1? Is that, was that what? Anyway, I know Debbie, Debbie has one, our friend Debbie. She's got like, five and a quarter inch wrists and it covers her forearm (laughs) flavor flavor. (laughs) they do come with a neck chain also (laughs) cool part about that um but he is going smaller so we've got a 36 by 41 and a half and that's deceptive 36 on a four on a on a square case it's gonna feel bigger than it's gonna feel closer to like a 40 yeah probably yeah 39, 40, yeah. But very appropriately sized. Really cool chronograph. Cool markings. That's D- Jonathan's colors is his game. Yeah, he's just... Black dial, white dial. The colors on the dial are what's best for me. It's very, like, very so labs, fun color palette that are still subtle. This isn't, you know, an orange doxa. Sure. <laughs> this is a black chronograph with some splashes of color. And, and or a the, white chronograph. I really like the steel dial with the like touches of blue. It's a little bit more subtle and just great. These are great. And I think they're all gone. They are gone. He's sold out. I'm sure. I am sure he's going to put another batch there. So my guess is three to four months, you'll be able to buy one of these again. We haven't asked Jonathan about that, but I'm guessing. We're just guessing. What was the movement he used in these? Uh, I want to say it's a Mecha Quartz. He used... Yeah, the VK-68. VK-68, yeah. He, he's a Seiko guy. And the, v, the Mecha Quartz movements. Just, I don't know. You don't know if he was going to branch out, do something different, but VK-68 is the right answer because Mecha yeah, Quartz I think, is cool. Yeah, when we talked about it, we talked about you know other Quartz movements or other chronograph movements, and he basically said, I think on the show, that he's sort of... The folks at Seiko have been really good to him, and he's kind of... Uh, uh, loyal to them. And they're doing them right. It's a good movement. It's a reliable movement. They're an in-house movement that's being produced for him. <laughs> <laughs> What's next, man? Oh, I know what this is. Ooh, yeah. ooh can I do it? Can I do yeah, it? Yeah, you announce this one. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> the Raven Airfield. Yes. The Raven Airfield. Uh, I think this is a watch that's caught both of our eye. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Will actually has one of these in for review right now. He has the white dial in right now. These are really cool. Yeah. So three colors, all available in what? Date and no date. Date so they have, and no date. They have a, a day date complication or a clean dial. Yeah. So so day date or no date. And there's a green, a great green, black. A bright black, like, anyway. What? <laughs> a really good black. Um, and a white. I, I think Will's got the white. The white's my least favorite of the three. And, and here's why. 
It's the black ceramic bezel insert. On the black dial, it grows the dial and blends that bezel really nicely into it. And it kind of, it creates this really seamless transition. It's very visible in the green, but that green, that OD green really makes the black pop. The white, it just seems, it seems a mismatch to me, especially with the blue color uh, or with the, with the blue stripe on the, on the dial. And I really like the, I really like the sterile bezel insert too. Yeah. It's super good. And, and the, we were talking about this earlier with Will, the day date complication is really interesting for a small brand. Yeah. Nobody does a day date. There's no No. micros doing a day date. No. Which is, I I never thought of that. And then Will mentioned that's why he chose it. I was like, okay, I can dig that. I'm, I'm partial to the black no date. Of these, uh, of these of the six of the six iterations, but the sizing on them is all great. Will said that it's even better than in the pictures. Yeah, what's the sizing on these? I'm trying to find it. Yeah, forty mil- forty forty by forty eight, thirteen millimeters thick with that bezel, right? So it's mm. not going to be a big chunk. You, some of that's bezel. Three one six L anti allergic stainless. Oh we. 200 meters of water resistance on these. Yeah. And and you, the, here's the best part. He went two different movement options. So you can have an NH36 with your day date and an NH38 for nothing. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be a ghost date position if you choose no date. You said that was the best part of these? I think that's the coolest part. I When, when, when brands go to the effort... Of offering of of creating two offerings, and they don't just change out the dial; they actually create two offerings. I I really appreciate that touch. I know that's a thing for people. It's I, it doesn't I, bother me, yeah. but I appreciate the effort that they go to. Like that's that's the level of care and of customer service. And I'm like, okay, we're we're into something here. This is this is going to be something worth my worth a a second, third, fourth look, and then a purchase. So five hundred ninety on these six ninety. Oh. 590 pre-order. So 590 590 pre-order, 690 retail price. Uh pre-order it doesn't give a date, but anyway, you can pick them up for 590 now. Uh great just simple oyster style bracelet with a female end link. That's going to be uh, uh great. It looks like just a simple great flip-flop clasp. And it's a raven. You know it's going to be good. I don't, cool. I don't think he's ever put it on anything that wasn't. <laughs> we got one more watch, man. You ready for it? The worst the worst name of the night. Yeah. The Scurfa Treasure Seeker. <laughs> I don't want to make fun of this watch because I like it so much, but what a dumb name. Yeah. <laughs> it... That's just I a get, dumb name. I get it, but also like, you know, did you say it out loud? <laughs> the treasure seeker. I, it just sounds it sounds both juvenile and a little bit like dirty at the same time. Which is why it sounds juvenile. Yeah. I I would buy this watch and wear it and just like every time I someone looked at it, I would just kind of like work it towards <laughs> my center line. <laughs> Barring that, 
that's the only bad thing. And it's not even a bad thing. It's just that's the only thing that I can say about this that isn't excited. Yeah. We've, yeah, these are cool, man. We've talked about Skurfa several times because Skurfa is some cool shit. It's prospect by a diver dive watches. And he finally branched out into the, like away from just the pure, like this is a dive watch to go around your wetsuit. You wear it when you dive. You will like. Right. To some design language, to some like, yeah, to some cool design. You've got a honeycomb textured dial, several colorways. It, Great the, ceramic bezel insert. Yeah, that bezel insert is money. It it reminds me of like the ionized bezel on the SSB. Just how clean it is. It's so good. And it's still Scarfa. Crown guards and sort of what a, a crown guard counterbalance on the other side. Um, great looking bezel yeah. grip. I, I mean, this is a great watch. 300 meters water resistance. And it's, it's still on It's under 500 bucks. It's 368.33 pounds. Or pounds. Like if I were to say, I, I would say 368 dollars and 33 cents 368 pounds and 33 quid <laughs> don't say quid don't you say that i don't know and this one's on a bracelet so 368 the rest of the world let's do the math three so while he's doing the math i'm gonna talk about this bracelet real quick it is 507 16 Okay. 500 so, bucks. Yeah. It's a, it looks like a true five piece. It's a Jubilee. I call it a Jubilee. Yeah, it's a Jubilee. But it looks, everything's flat on it. it. It's just, he just showed up with design. It's like, by the way, I actually know how to do this too. Great colors. We've got a black, a very dark navy a light sky blue, an orange, a white, and a yellow. I wish he did gray. I'm, I want more gray watches in the world. Like kind of gunmetally matte gray watches. Yeah, yeah I, I dig the shit out of it. Yeah, he knocked it out of the park. The yellow is great. Makes that black really pop. I got nothing else on this. It's just cool. Look at it. If you're in the market for a... Oh, what's the size? We didn't talk about size, did we? Yeah, I think it's 40. It's a 41. So we got a 41 case. 49 lug to lug. 12.6 thick, which is really surprisingly slim for what this thing is packing. And <laughs> 20 millimeter lug width. 316L steel. Yeah. Killer. I'm, I'm glad he branched out. We got to get that guy on the show sometime. I don't think he'd like us. We just made fun of Treasure Seeker. Well, we'll just tell him, hey, that's a dumb name. You should ask us next time. Yeah. Because we know shit sometimes. <laughs> Not very often for me. I, yeah. I, I look at the bell diver every once in a while. 
really his lineup. I look at every once in a while, like, I wonder if I should should maybe do it. Andrew. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to watch? Any other anything else you want to say? Any other watches that you've uh been cleverly hiding? I don't hide things. I'm an oh, open yes, book. you do. I am an open book. Um, no, I think this is a good lineup of watches we've been looking at, watches that are exciting that we've been talking about away from the podcast. Because yeah, I realize, know, too, like, some, I think people don't realize that this hour of watch talk that we do recorded every week is such a, I mean, it's, it's only an hour of, of an ongoing conversation that we are constantly, constantly having. So this is just a peek behind the, and outside of the normal hour of things that we're talking about. Yeah, and we've never really been the like sort of current events show. Like this is the things that people were talking about on Instagram this week. Because who the fuck cares? This is the press release we got to our email. Um, that's really just not what we do. So every once in a while, it's nice to sort of catch up. These are the watches that have interested us. Yeah, and we've been we've been talking about them. Andrew, other things. What you got? I have another recipe. Lies. So this is a recipe that I uh, make occasionally, and I'll I'll buy uh, I'll buy one of the multi packs of pork loin chops. And at Winco, at Winco, yeah, I mean you can buy them at any store, but I buy them at Winco. And then I throw them in my freezer, and when I feel like doing something with pork loin chops, I'll th- thaw them out. Do you remember when Winco used to be called Food for Less? I do not. All right, carry on. Uh, maybe food for less was in that building, but so anyway, here's what I do with these pork loin chops from time to time. I'll make a, a mustard, like a Carolina mustard barbecue sauce, and use that as my marinade, and then take a whole bag of pretzels, put them in the food processor, and turn them to dust, and I let those pork loin chops marinate and then when it's time how long i don't know the day i tenderize them a few times just kind of flatten them out to make them sandwich sized appropriate um and just let them soak in that in that barbecue sauce then i pull them out of the marinade give them a quick egg wash bread them in the pretzels put them on a rack and just let them set like I, th- I throw them in the oven, the oven off. I throw them in the oven for an hour to let everything dry and stick to it. Get my oil to temperature in a pan. Fry those bitches. You sort of deep fry the outside. Yeah, I deep fry them, you know, okay. batter and, or bread and fry them. Fry them. Toast, like butter and toast some hamburger buns. Put them on there, drizzle, make a fresh batch of mustard barbecue sauce. Don't use your marinade. That's yucky. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably not good for you. Drizzle some on, couple pickles, cap it. Oh my God. Even my wife is not a big fan of like steaks of any variety of animal. But these pork loin sandwiches 
that are pretzel crusted are so good. And I brought one over for you once when I made it. Oh, yes. I remember this. And yeah. it was delicious. The, the pretzels hold their flavor so well through the fryer that you get that really good rye pretzely flavor, extra crunch, really moist pork with that infusion of and when i when i do my mustard barbecue sauce i use a um apple cider vinegar with a barbecue sauce seasoning in it as my liquid to loosen the mustard and so i do mustard just yellow mustard like generic brand yellow mustard some brown sugar a little bit of garlic powder a little bit of onion powder some pepper flakes apple cider vinegar Dissolve it all, let it cool, and it's good to go. So that's mine. Try breading. This these are not complex recipes. You can find a. You, you might even have mustard barbecue sauce in your fridge. I think you should put a recipe in the show notes. I don't have. A, this is just. It's a thing that I do. I'm not going to write a recipe. Yeah, write a recipe. You can do it. I have faith in you. If I have it in me tomorrow, I will put it in the show notes. I will. I will. I will write Andrew's secret recipes. I'm really working them right now. There he just it, gave me a total eye roll. The, the measurements are in some dash <laughs> handful increments. Because uh, I don't really measure shit. Even, like when I'm baking, I measure shit because that's like chemistry and stuff. But when I'm cooking, I just kind of just free ball it. That's better not to better not to a glug here. Yeah. A squirt here. Yeah. Two glugs. One squirt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, give it a try. It's 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 like movie night at the Meadows house. <laughs> it's super simple. It's so good. It's also very easy. You just I mean if if your if your pork's already thawed, you just throw the throw the barbecue sauce in it. Let it marinate for a little bit. I pound them out to get them to about uniform thickness. But man, it's so good. It's one of my my wife's favorite things that I make, and she does not like steak platform steak mediums i think pork chops are hard to get right too i you know people say that and i the answer is <laughs> marinade marinade or just like accept that it's okay for pork to be medium we're not in the 90s anymore when trichinosis is a thing in domestic pork you can have medium rare pork chops the texture is a little weird most people don't like it you can have it. Trichinosis is not a thing in domesticated hogs, which was the reason that we all grew up. You gotta cook your pork because you could get trichinosis from domestic pigs. You can't get that anymore. It's been eradicated. Hey, those are hard to edit, so don't do that with the mic. It's really killing me both. Fucker. Make me a sandwich next time. Why didn't you make me one? There's one downstairs and I'm gonna eat it. (laughs) Andrew, I've got another thing, but first I've got a question. Do it. What do you use to clean your car, to clean the inside of your car, the the plastics and whatnot? Is that a, is it a slight? No, this is not. Because oh, you're going to say I don't. Yeah. Uh, okay. I sometimes scrape with my fingernail the gunk <laughs> off of my volume knob. Roger. Uh, 303 Aerospace Protectant. Are you familiar I'm not. I've always used Armor All wipes. Oh, me too, right? I, or I use sometimes the spray Armor All. Um, 
it's recently occurred to me that armor all is maybe not a great product. Ubiquitous, yes. Perhaps not great. I accept. I have picked up a bottle of this 303 aerospace protectant. Now, if you are at all into automotive detailing or just taking care of your shit and you like cars, which you very well may because you like watches, um, this may not be a surprise to you. And you may be like, yeah, knucklehead, could have told you this. But I've discovered this stuff called 303 aerospace protectant. And I don't believe I've talked about this on the show before. This is new to me. So you haven't talked about it on the show. It's not brand new to me, but I used it this week. And this stuff is, it's like armor all but better. It's less shiny. It's less greasy. You know, if you use armor all like on your uh, steering wheel, you get that sort of like sticky, gunky feeling for a few days. I have a steering wheel cover. Okay. <laughs> it, it doesn't do the sticky, gunky thing. As far as I can tell, it is more durable, uh, like lasts longer. I'm pretty sure you can use it outside. Inside, I'm pretty sure you can use it on your tires. I this think is... The, the, the cool kids call it 303AP. The website's showing it being used on outdoor wicker patio furniture. Yeah, I think it's a marine grade. I think people use it for boats. I've been using it on my 1996 LS400. Oh, shit. And I got to say, I love it. Look at what it did to the hot tub cover. Oh, damn, girl. I'm buying this. Why does it go from twelve ninety nine to three hundred and fifty one ninety nine on the website? <laughs> That's for the five gallon bucket. Uh, I don't know. What I do know is, for about fifteen bucks, I picked up a bottle of this stuff, and I feel like I've just discovered that magic sponge thing all over again. It's like, man, scrub daddy, scrub daddy. You know, I use those now. Uh, yeah, our babysitter. Made, you made fun of me. And then you bought some, and now you love them. Our babysitter went home and said, hey, parents, can you buy Scrub Daddy sponges? Because they are the truth. (laughs) And then they bought, they are now using Scrub Daddies because our babysitter was using our sponges. And was like, what the, what the, what? It's the number one highest grossing Shark Tank product ever. And there's been some crazy shit on Shark Tank. Right. (laughs) This is a sponge in the shape of a smiley face. A sun smiley face. And it's fantastic. Yeah. 303 may not have quite the same appeal uh, or versatility, but... I mean, the pictures, it's all outdoor patio furniture, tires, an RV. I'm a huge fan. I'm a convert. I'm going to be buying it. I'm going to keep 303 Aerospace Protecting around because I think it's... Or 303 AP. I'm going to say AP now, so I sound like a cool kid. I think it's fantastic, and I love it. 303 AP. What up? Sounds like a round, like a <laughs> like a caliber. 303 AP. I've been 303 AP. Oh, <laughs> Andrew, it's it's that time. It is. We've come to that. We've come to that fateful moment. Uh, is there anything you want to add before we let these fine people go? No. Thanks for sticking around, though. Yeah, you made it, and thank you. For joining us for this episode of 1420 of the Watch Clicker Podcast. Do us a favor, check us out on Instagram. At WatchClicker, at 40 and 20. We post pictures primarily. 
If you want to say more than that, you can check us out at the website, watchclicker.com. That's where we post words, primarily, by with way pictures. of watch reviews. And they come with pictures. If you want to support us, what we're doing right now, what we do on the website, what we do on the Instagram, you can do so at patreon.com slash 40 and 20. That's how we pay for all of our hosting fees, hardware, microphone, soundboards, and Andrew's aerospace protectant hobbies. I got things to protect. <laughs> and don't forget to tune back in next Thursday for another hour of watches, food, drinks, life, and other things we like. Bye-bye. <laughs>